the world we know is changing. I'm Moira Gunn, and welcome to Biotech Nation. Dr. Robert Eng from Vore Biopharma will talk about Vore's unique approach to a particular kind of cancer, acute myeloid leukemia, perhaps better known to you as AML. And now, Dr. Robert Eng. Well, Robert, welcome to Biotech Nation. Thank you very much, Moria. It's a privilege to be here. Now, today we're going to talk about a particular kind of cancer, acute myeloid leukemia, AML for short. What is it? Who gets it? And how prevalent is it? Yeah. So AML, acute myeloid leukemia, is a uh, blood cancer, therefore leukemia, and it affects uh, something called the myeloid compartment. Now, the myeloid compartment is actually the bone marrow. You know, in, in our bone marrow, we produce cells that we need in our circulation. And so acute myeloid leukemia is where you get disease of this bone marrow that causes uh, the bone marrow to be taken over by these blast cells, these cancerous cells. Now, AML happens across all ages. It tends to be more common as you get older. So a lot of patients are in their 50s, 60s, or even older. And uh, it's actually very common. It's actually the most common acute leukemia in adults. What is it like when you have it? What is that experience? Yeah, you know, a lot of patients, when they uh, get AML, they don't know they have cancer. In fact, a lot of the symptoms are pretty nonspecific. So, for example, they could feel weak. Uh, maybe they get easy bruising. They get out of breath. And what it's due to is, in fact, that this cancer is slowly taking over their bone marrow. And in fact, it's squeezing out the healthy cells such that regular cells that you need for survival, like immune cells or, or platelets that clot your blood, or even simple red blood cells that carry oxygen, are squeezed out and, and your body tends to start dysfunctioning. And so that's really how you can tell. And then your doctor would take your blood they would also take a sample of your bone marrow, and they would discover these AML blast cells uh, sitting in there. Now, if nothing is done, how long can this go on? Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of AML is very aggressive. And when simply these healthy cells are squeezed out of the bone marrow, that is not compatible with survival. These cells end up taking up all the space and all the nutrients that are needed to produce normal, healthy blood cells that you know, you'll need to carry oxygen around your body or to uh, have important immune functions. And unfortunately, you really only have months of survival in some cases. And so the prognosis is actually pretty dismal without therapy. Well, Dr. Ang, uh, today, how is it treated? I mean, what is what we call the standard of care for someone with AML? Yeah, so uh, in fact, the standard of care for AML was established back in the 60s and 70s. And chemotherapy is, is, a, is a dirty word in a lot of circumstances. However, in AML, chemotherapy is generally very beneficial. And there's a, a, a chemotherapy regimen called 7 plus 3 chemo based on the number of days that you receive it. And 7 plus 3 chemo is actually very effective at knocking down this cancer in roughly 70 to 80% of patients. There's a couple of caveats to that. Firstly, some patients may have other complications or, or the disease may be severe enough that chemo doesn't work. 
But probably the more important complication is that even though the chemo is initially effective at knocking down their cancer, if you were to stop the chemo, the cancer would aggressively return. And what happens is that these cancer cells end up hiding out in little niches in the bone marrow. And so chemotherapy, as well as radiation, which is sometimes used, just can't touch it. And uh, the moment you stop therapy, the cancer returns. And so another thing that's done that was actually revolutionized uh, back in the 70s was this bone marrow replacement, that you could actually take healthy marrow from an individual that is matched to your own blood and replace your diseased cancerous marrow with this healthy marrow. What you need to do there is you need to actually clear out the bone marrow of your disease cells and they can use high strength chemotherapy or, or radiation to do that. And then you can replace the bone marrow with these healthy cells from a, a healthy donor. That could be a relative, like a, a sibling or a child, or, or it could be a, a stranger that happens to be matched to you. And that's really a revolution that, that someone else's cells can reside in you for forever, basically, and replace your diseased cells. And so that was quite a revolution. And that is called an allogeneic stem cell transplant. How effective is that? Allogeneic stem cell transplants are effective in some people. And in fact, it's curative because you're using this high strength chemo to clear out the cancer and replace, uh, you know, these healthy cells. And so roughly about half the time, it is uh, very effective and, and even curative. Unfortunately, in the other half of patients, that is not the case. And you end up getting recurrence of this cancer despite all the trouble of going through this uh, stem cell transplant. Well, now the important question. What is CD33? Ah, CD33 is actually a molecule that sits on the cell surface of cancer cells. And uh, in fact, in 95% of AML patients, their AML cells express this protein called CD33. Think of it like a little flag. And we're looking for all the cells with a red flag on the surface. And this red flag is CD33. And so if you were to kill anything that has this red flag, it would kill all the cancer cells. There's a problem with that, though. There's a lot of healthy cells in your body that also have the same red flag, the CD33 molecule. And in fact, if you end up doing that and killing all cells that express CD33, you also kill healthy bone marrow cells. You can become very sick or you can even die from killing all of these cells with that same flag. And so CD33 is known to be a very good marker of cancer cells, of AML cells, but unfortunately it's inherently flawed because of its expression on healthy cells. Okay, so what do you do? So, you know, people really struggled with this. A lot of people have tried different ways of targeting that molecule, but it doesn't solve the issue at all. And so what we're doing at VOR is really a fundamental shift. What we're doing is we are taking the bone marrow cells that would be given to the patient, but ahead of that time, we're processing it and we're genetically modifying these cells to remove this CD33 molecule, to essentially remove this red flag. And so now the patient is receiving a new bone marrow that doesn't have the red flag at all. 
and anything left in the patient that is waving this red flag should be cancer cells. So what we're actually doing is making the CD33 target much more cancer specific. And so you can then give treatments after the stem cell transplant, and hopefully the patient will be much more healthy because they wouldn't get this toxicity from uh, these treatments. And these treatments can really solely pursue cancer because anything expressing that, that this target uh, will be cancer cells. Can you tell before the transplant whether or not that they've got any CD33 left or cancer-producing cells left in their body after getting the big chemo or radiation, whatever it was, to clean out? Can you tell what that somebody has that left in them? Yeah, in fact, um, you can. So routinely after a stem cell transplant, you take samples of the bone marrow and you can tell from expression of this CD33 marker or other markers if there's any residual cancer left. This is actually a test uh, called MRD, minimal residual disease. And you can actually either see cancer cells directly or you can look for these molecular flags to detect if the cancer is still present. And so in our circumstance, hopefully those marrow samples would contain a lot of healthy cells that no longer show this red flag and hopefully no evidence of that cancer left. Well, if we're producing, if healthy people are producing CD33 and other parts of their body, don't we need it for something? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question, Maria, because, you know, maybe God put it there for a reason. Now, our experimentation shows that actually it seems to be biologically dispensable, meaning that if you remove expression of this CD33, uh, you can retain solid function of these stem cells. Uh, you can produce all the blood cells that you need for survival. And these blood cells seem to function completely normally. Now, in addition to all these experiments, we also looked at human genetics. And there's some big genetic databases showing that there are individuals walking among us who have never, ever expressed CD33 in their entire lives. They just happen to have mutations that prevent its expression. And that's really interesting. So it shows whatever CD33 is there for, it seems that you can do without it. Now you can test in humans. You've gotten the go-ahead from the FDA. You're in the very first phase, phase one. What's your plan for this phase one trial? Yeah. So what we're offering patients are two things. Firstly, we're offering patients this next generation bone marrow transplant, uh, where we are genetically modifying these cells to remove this red flag, the CD33. And so patients are undergoing a transplant procedure that they would have undergone anyway, except they're receiving our cells instead of a regular stem cell transplant. The second thing we're offering patients in the same study is patients are being treated 60 days after their transplant with a drug called Marlatag. This drug, Malatag, is designed to attack anything with this red flag, anything showing CD33. And normally, you'd never give Malatag, in fact, you'd never give any type of anti-cancer agent after the transplant because the transplant is still fragile and it could die or be, be severely damaged as a result of these drugs. In this case, we believe this new transplant will be robust because of this genetic modification we're providing. 
And so the benefit that we're hoping to uh, provide patients is that this next generation transplant will allow this kind of therapy soon after their transplant and prevent or extremely delay any type of relapse of their cancer. And I should say Molotog is actually already a marketed agent. It's, uh, it's marketed by Pfizer and it's used for AML right now. And it's very well understood. In fact, you know, tens of thousands of patients have received this. And uh, we think, however, this new use of Molotog in the post-transplant period could be extremely beneficial to patients. Well, here's the important part. You're enrolling now, and you're actually going to be enrolling in other studies for AML. Can you tell people how they can find out about it and what it would take to participate, et cetera? Yes. So uh, our study is, is open for enrollment in multiple centers all throughout the United States. This is open for patients with AML. And what we're doing here is actually selecting the highest risk patients who are very likely to relapse after their cancer. And so the easiest way to find out about this is go to our website. So our company is called Vorbio. So go to V for Victor, V-O-R-B-I-O.com. So Vorbio.com, and there's a special page on that website just for patients that they can learn more about the study and if they might be eligible. And they can also see all the different clinical trial sites throughout the U.S. and which one might be closest to them. Well, Dr. Ang, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you come back and, and see us again. Well, thank you, Maura. I hope to come back with great results from patients who uh, can receive our next-generation therapies, and we can hopefully change the lives of some people out there. Dr. Robert Ang is the president and CEO of Vor Biopharma. That's Vor, V-O-R on the web at vorbiopharma.com. Listen to more biotech podcasts at biotechnation.com or subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Biotech Nation is a regular feature of the weekly public radio program, Tech Nation. Listen to the full show via podcast or on your local public radio station. For Biotech Nation, I'm Moira Gunn.